come on, give God some praise in this place today. Anybody glad to be here first service? Turn to your neighbor and say, get ready. Come on, turn to the other side. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready because God is going to do something in this place today. Do you believe that today? God is going to speak to you. God is going to move in your life today in the name of Jesus. And it is a great honor for me to be the first of the superpower speakers. And I say that because it really is a great honor because I did not want to be the speaker after Bishop Dwayne Pickett, okay? And so next Sunday, you want to be here because he is going to bring down the house and it is going to be amazing. We are going to have an explosion of the word of God in this place. So don't miss it. Next Sunday, you need to call up some people and bring them here with you because it's going to be incredible, unforgettable in the name of Jesus. And you know, it really is a great honor for our church that these speakers will be coming here to bless us. They're coming in from all over the world to be a blessing to this church and what I believe to this city. But I believe not only will they be a blessing to us, we are going to be a blessing to them by being an audience that is ready to receive, an audience that is ready to listen, a red audience that is ready to move forward and to be a blessing back to them. Are we that kind of church here? Are we ready? Get ready for what God is about to do. And so I'm speaking today the first message of Superpower Series, You've Got the Power. You've Got the Power, Superpower. And as followers of Jesus Christ, the Word of God promises that we have power, power through our words to speak good things. The power of life and death is in our words. The power to create, to imagine, to think, to strategize, to problem solve, the power to change things. God has given us so much power that often we don't realize the power that we have. You know, with proper training, our bodies can run marathons. They can swim vast distances. We can live and survive through hot and cold weather. You know, like it's been this winter, it's been a little bit cold. We can survive through a Berlin winter. And the, the will to survive is a powerful force inside of us that enables us to overcome adversity and stand strong through tough times. You've got the power. You've got the power, but not only do you have the power God has planted inside of us, natural power, but through the work of Jesus Christ, when his blood, we sang about it, his blood, when his blood was poured out and washed us clean, not only do we have natural power, but God poured out his Holy Spirit and filled us with supernatural power from heaven to do greater and mightier things than we could ever imagine, super power.
The Holy Spirit is God's superpower dwelling on the inside of you. It's the same superpower that raised Jesus from the dead. The resurrection power of God lives in you when you put your faith in Jesus Christ. It's the same power that healed the sick, the same power that made blind eyes see, that turned water into wine, the same power that fell on the upper room 2,000 years years ago on Pentecost Sunday and caused a simple fisherman to preach a sermon that brought 3,000 new believers into the church in one day. It's the superpower of the Holy Spirit that shook the place where the first church was meeting after Pentecost. They were praying to God, fill us again, let your hand be stretched forth again from this place. And God shook that place with superpower and from that place out into the city, out into the streets, political, economic upheaval and such a move of God that it could not even be contained within one city. It started spreading from there across Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That's the power that lives in you. It's a superpower that the men and women of the Old Testament of ancient days, they longed for it. The kings and the prophets of the Old Testament only had a foretaste of the power that we now have through the Holy Spirit. God's superpower in your life helps guide you, helps lead you into truth. It's a superpower of peace, a supernatural peace, healing and restoration. It's God's way of speaking to you in the deepest places of your soul. It's amazing. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit, that supernatural superpower that we have through the Holy Spirit. Is anyone else thankful today that we have that superpower living in inside of us. Come on and give God some praise. We thank you, God, that the Holy Spirit is living in us. You've got the power. God has given you the power to be a champion, a champion in this life and to run your race to the full. Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. And so over the next few weeks, we are going to be able to hear from and be inspired by what we are calling superhero speakers. But as my dad said just before, you also can be a superhero in this place. They are superheroes of faith, superheroes for the kingdom of God, but each and every one of us can be a superhero for God too. It doesn't matter if your name is listed on the flyer for the church. That doesn't matter. What makes you a superhero is not that. And you're going to hear from our guests stories of tragedy, stories of difficult times, story of, of things that we could hardly imagine. How could you get through that? And yet through it all, God's power sustained them, sustained their joy, sustained their families. And they are coming here to testify to the goodness of God and to encourage us to believe Believe that we can be superheroes too because you've got the power. And so today, I want to give you three 
simple steps that I believe will accelerate you into the power that God has for you. That if you will start to put these into practice today, you can do this today. I am believing that over the next weeks, every week as we continue to just be in this superpower series, that we speak revival through this, through this season. By the time this series is done, you will not be the same ever again. Am I speaking any, to anybody today? Do you want to move forward in your life today? Number one is receive. You can write that down, receive. Receive today fresh fire, a fresh filling of God's superpower in your life. Don't be closed off to what God wants to do. So often we can't move forward in life simply because we are not open to the next level of what God wants to do. God's plan is for you to move forward. God wants to do something through you that is powerful and groundbreaking and unique and new. But if we are clinging to the past, holding on to things back there, holding on to traditions, holding on to culture, holding on to people that God wants to remove from your life, we're not going to be looking forward into what God wants to do next, where God wants to take us, the next level of what God wants to do in our life. And we need to fix our eyes on what is ahead and then lift our eyes, eyes toward heaven and ask God, fill me today. Fill me today, God. I need you. I want you. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to do something new in me. I want to receive your superpower for this next season in the name of Jesus. Receive today. Don't leave this place without receiving from God and inviting God to fill you again. We need God to fill us again. When I was 19 years old, God moved in my life in a powerful way. God came into my life with the superpower of the Holy Spirit and it changed me in a radical way. It was awesome. And for a few months and even a few years after that experience with God, that fire continued to burn. But you know, after a while, the fire started getting dim. The fire didn't burn as brightly. I started to get tired more quickly. I didn't have the same passion as before. I would look forward to big events where I could receive from God again, where I could receive that power again, but you know I had to learn that it's not about the events. It's not about surviving from Sunday to Sunday or from conference to conference or worship night to worship night. It's not about that. God can come and fill me every day. And I learned the power of inviting God to fill me again. You can do it every day. It starts with simply being open to him. Open your life to God and invite him to fill you every single day. In fact, my sister and I, we wrote a song which is on the We Are Changed CD, Spirit, Fill Me Up, again and again and again. And when you are genuinely open, God will come and fill you. Receive a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit today. Number two is submit. When we open our life to God and God's superpower fills us, we need to be open to submitting to what God wants to do in our life. 
We need to submit to the word of God. When the word of God says that we are to give into the local church the first of our increase, we need to submit to that. When the word of God says that we should not neglect the gathering together, which is so common in today's society where you have people that move from church to church a few months here, a few years there, and they move from worship night or whatever it is. Oh, did you see they're having that awesome event over there? And oh my goodness, and they're just moving around spiritual nomads, we need to submit to the word of God when it says to serve under the authority of our governments, our leadership, and our pastors. We often think that it's okay to submit to God, but we forget the part about submitting to earthly authority. And the word of God speaks so much about the power and the blessings that will fall on those that submit to earthly authority. For example, honoring your mother and father. There's a promise connected with that commandment that your days will be full. You see, blessing falls on us when we submit to earthly authority. And I have a funny story about this. And I can remember when I first moved out into my own apartment, uh, one day a man came knocking on the door and he was from the organization, maybe some of you will know this, that collects the tax for the TV and the radio. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay, so he came to my door, knocking on the door to see if I was home and he wanted to know, do I have a TV and do I have a radio and to get me signed up to paying the TV and radio tax? Well, I told him, you know, cause some of my friends and you know what kind of, this is really revealing what kind of friends I have. Yeah, they were Christians, okay? They told me that that law might go away and that it was in the courts and maybe within a year you wouldn't have to pay the TV tax anymore and so I should try to avoid paying the TV tax, okay? So I told him, no, I don't have a TV and radio, just a computer. And I said this all in English so he wouldn't think that I speak German. Yeah, I know, I'm being really honest here. And you know, he said, okay, goodbye. So I thought, wow, yes, I avoided the TV tax in Berlin. So it was about a year later, I got a letter in the mail. So they found me. So I thought, you know, there's no way that they can prove if I got this letter. So I'm just going to get rid of it. <laughs> and then another letter came and I just thought, well, they didn't make me, you know, sign in that I received it, so they can't prove I got the letter. I just got rid of that one too. And all the time, my friends are telling me, yeah, yeah, the tax, it's gonna go away, just avoid it. So, long story short, from 2012 to 2014, I did avoid the TV tax, and I think that deserves some applause because you know how hard it is to avoid the German government, okay? Well, one day I got another letter from the Finanzamt now. <laughs> and it said that they had come to my house and I wasn't home, but that they were coming again on a certain day and I must be there. So I was there and I ended up having to pay back all the TV tax from all those years and sign a paper that they would just take the money straight from my bank account. Yeah, I know, I blamed my friends back then, not myself. So, you know, thank God his mercies are new every morning, but we need to submit to earthly authority even in the things that maybe we don't agree with. And the teaching 
that you hear from this platform, submit to it. Be open to hearing from God through the pastors of this church and through the mighty men and women of God who will be speaking life into this place. Don't miss it. And when you hear something that challenges you, thank God for the challenging word. Don't just clap your hands when it's something that makes you feel good. When, it's, when you hear something that challenges you, that pushes your boundaries, that makes you uncomfortable because it's in our discomfort in the challenging moments of life, realizing that our mindsets, our lifestyle, our way of doing things, that God is speaking to you, there's a better way of life, and we can thank God for that. Thank God for the word that challenges and encourages us not to stay the same. Amen. So you need to receive today, receive a fresh fire today. Submit to what God wants to do in your life. Submit to his word, submit to earthly authority. Start living a lifestyle of submission. And number three, praise. Number three, praise. You need to give God some praise. We give God praise because you've got the power. He has given us the power to praise him. The word of God says in Philippians 4, verse 4, here's what it says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice, always be full, always be full, always be full in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice, again, Rejoice, give him praise. Again, you see, Paul was writing this to the church in Philippi, and he was reminding them, you need to be full of joy always, every situation, on the mountaintop, in the valley, whatever is going on in your life, give him praise. And I say it again, rejoice. Be full of joy. You've got the power today to choose to put a smile on your face. You've got the power today to clap your hands and give God praise. I'm not telling you to ignore your feelings and I'm not telling you to forget about your depression. You might be in the storm, but you know what I've discovered? Sometimes you just need to stand to your feet and start clapping your hands and start opening your mouth and giving God some praise because when you clap your hands and shout to God with a loud voice, you're drowning out the voice of the devil in your life. And we clap in the face of the devil and say, you know what? Not today, devil. I'm not gonna let you bring me down. I'm might be going through a difficult time. I might be sad. I might not feel like it, but God, you never change. You are good. Your mercies are new every morning. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit. Thank you for putting a new song in my mouth, a song of praise. I am not going to be silent. I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to sit down and stay stuck in my situation. Situation. I am praising you on the mountaintop. I'm praising you in the valley. I am praising you in the middle of the storm. I've got the power to praise you, and I am going to praise you. Come on, somebody. Stand at your feet and give God some praise in this place today. Come on. Come on, you can do better than that. Give him praise. Give him some praise. Yeah.
Yes! Wow! You know, there is power in your praise. And it's an amazing story in the book of Acts, chapter 16. Paul, a powerful superhero of faith that spread the message of Jesus all over the Roman world. Paul and his companion arrived in a city, we just read the verse, a city called Philippi. Well, in this city, it was a powerful city, like Berlin, a powerful city, a crossroads of trade. It was rich. It was a big city, and they were arrested for casting out a demon from a fortune teller, and they were beaten and thrown into jail. And you see, Paul, remember, Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, be full of joy always, and again, I tell you to rejoice. I don't know about you, but if I've just been beaten and thrown into jail, I don't feel like rejoicing. I don't feel like praising. But you see, giving God praise, it's not about how you feel. It's all about God. And look at this. When Paul and Silas were beaten and thrown into jail, they didn't sit in the jail complaining about their situation. The book of Acts shows us that while they were in that jail, they were giving praise to God. Praise to God simply means that you are making God bigger than your situation. You're making God bigger than your situation and a true superhero knows who God is. Superpower, the whole point of this series is that you need to know who your God is. It's to make God big. You need to know that your God is powerful, that he is full of power, that he can do anything in your life, that he can provide all of your needs. And when you know who God is, listen, praise will be natural. If we truly understood how good, how loving, how wonderful, how beautiful, how amazing, how deep, how wide the love of God for us is, we would not be able to stop praising him. And the story shows us that at midnight, and I love this, at midnight it says they were lifting up praise to God. I believe there's a symbol in midnight because midnight is the end of an old day and the beginning of a new day. And I am believing today that as we're in a moment going to lift up a praise like we've never lifted up, it's the beginning of a new day, a new season, a new anointing. His mercies are new every morning. And as that morning broke past midnight, they lifted up praise to God. And guess what happened? The prison shook. Their chains fell off. The doors opened. And not only their doors, but the doors of every prison cell in that building. And a revival started to flow from that place. And Philippi was never the same again. And Paul wrote to them later, rejoice in the Lord. And I say it again, rejoice. And so right now today, I want us to lift up a praise. Are you ready to give God some praise? And I am believing that as we lift him up, something is about to happen. Chains are about to be lifted off of you and the doors to where God wants to take you are going to open in this place. Are you ready? One, two, three. Come on and give God some praise. Yes! Yes! Yes!
worship you, Jesus. We lift you up. Yes. Yes, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Chains are breaking, chains are breaking in the name of Jesus. Fresh fire is falling in this place. Yes.